Hello, you little cheesy poofs, and welcome to episode 28 of Hunger in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by our video gaming producer, Carrie. Hello. And we're joined from Harlan, Kentucky, by my fantastic blogging partner, Renee. Hey, I'm, I'm kind of like on remote, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, she looks like <laughs> the like, you news two reporter. Are back in the, you two are back in the, the producing studio, and I'm... I'm uh, long away from you all. Yeah, yeah, you're on assignment. Yeah, you're our little uh, I feel correspondent. Like that's exactly what I feel like. <laughs> yes, you're on assignment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I feel like. And here we thought our scoping days were over. Uh, never say never. Are they ever over? I don't know. Well, we, we were hoping they were. Well, hopefully you can give us some uh, breaking news from your correspondent assignment in Harlan, Kentucky here in a little bit. Sure. Um, but before we get into the show, you know, we've not been on in the past couple of weeks and there's been a lot of stuff going on in the world. And, uh, I just wanted to say that this show stands with Black Lives Matter and we haven't experienced systemic racism, but we want to know what we can do to help end it. I know I'm here to learn and to understand and to listen. And I think that's something we can all agree with. And Lexington has really shown out during these past two weeks with love and support for our African-American community. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm proud to live in a city where people have this level of compassion toward each other. And I haven't attended any of the protests because I don't like large crowds. They freak me out. And, uh, you know, I'm a little susceptible to COVID-19 with my asthma. But I'm there with you in spirit and finding other ways to help where I can. So if anyone out there wants to help with monetary donations or anything... um, Louisville Community Bell Fund, Justice for Breonna Taylor, and Justice for David McAtee are all great places to start. So uh, you can also go out and support your local local black-owned businesses, and uh, let's do our part to be on the right side of history. So just wanted to put that out there for everybody. You know, it's a rough time, and we should just all be nice to each other and help each other out. So, Yes, I, I agree. Well said good deal so with that said we want to be a place where people can escape to for an hour and not have to think about much so uh, let's get to the foodstuffs Uh, we got a pretty great show lined up for you today but first if you're a food person a food group if you will uh, such Uh as (laughs) I know I hate myself for saying that (laughs) Uh, such as a restaurant or bar or food blogger we'd love to have you on with us Slide into our DMs for more info at HungryNKY on Twitter and Instagram or email us. We're HungryNKY at gmail.com. And we can also do calls over Skype and Facebook Messenger. Carrie's our go-to chat expert, so she can definitely hook you up if that's an option that people are into. That's what we're doing now. I was going to say, we're demonstrating that as we speak. Heck yeah, I feel like we've perfected it at this point. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten better. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely definitely gotten better. It's not as... uh, nerve-wracking talking about it like it was before now we actually have a little experience behind it well and i will say that uh props to renee right out of the gate here um for actually taking her microphone with her yeah i'm, I did. I'm impressed i am i'm so proud I of you it would uh it would uh make my producer happy and i'm all about a happy producer yeah i was i you know and if you hadn't had it it wouldn't been any big deal we would, we would die i mean it would have been fine but um, when you actually showed up on screen, we're like, oh, okay. Because we held, I won't say it was a bet, but there was discussion as to whether or not you had uh, you had brought that with you. It wouldn't have hey, been yeah. okay. 
It would have been no. so bad. We wouldn't have even had you on. <laughs> That's not true. I'm just trying to be dramatic. Well, there's a ton of food. My stepmom has cooked herself to death the last couple of days. I would have been in there snacking if you kicked me off. Oh, wow. So it's like you don't even want to be here. Okay. Fine. I well, see. See ya. <laughs> I see. Well, no, now you got to report on what's going on and what has come out of the kitchen. Yeah. What are you having uh, to eat? Well,. I know a few things. I'm not exactly sure what all else she's doing in there. Uh, she's trying to finish things up right now. Um, so I've got some family in from out of town that lives in Texas that I don't get to see that often. And they're here visiting. And us, any people in Harlan, one thing that we always do when anybody comes, you make a huge spread of food. Nobody leaves hungry. I promise you that. So I know, I know we're having fried corn. And I know there's brownies, and I know there's fruit. She made that grape salad that I love. And I was like, yes, I'm super pumped about that. Um, I think there's chicken and dumplings in there. And I've seen some rolls. I'm not sure what all else. I'm sure there's potatoes somewhere. So, yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to feast later. I'm all about that fried corn, yo. Ooh, you know I love some uh, chicken and dumplings. Yep. It, it, I'm, I'm excited. Grape salad. This is going down. That's like... That has to be a Southern Kentucky thing, because that's a big uh, staple in London, too, in Manchester. So It is the most amazing thing. If uh, if you've not had it, you should try it. Get on Pinterest, look it up. Um, Chicken Salad Chick was actually the first place that I had ever had it. And it's like cream cheese and yogurt, and you've got uh, the red seedless grapes and then the green seedless grapes. So you have the sweet and sour type situation. You top it with brown sugar. And if you can handle pecans, you do pecans too. And all of that marries together and it's uh, it is absolutely delicious. And yeah. You had me until it's really you, know, you, you had me until you put the brown sugar on it. I just it's that's oh, it too listen, much. That's that's cuz the grapes are going to have their own natural sweetness, right? Now you're adding it's like you, it's like when people add the marshmallows to the sweet potatoes. Nope. <laughs> nope. You should try it once. Don't knock it till you try it. It's actually really delicious. And it, it it's different uh, with and without it. And it's, you know, like, you could have it either way, but, I like, I love the brown sugar on top. It's not a ton. You just sprinkle some up there. But it actually adds to it, and it's really good. Yeah, I can't eat it because it has pecans in it. That's why I never had it. See, you'd have to home. you'd have to leave right. the pecans out for me. Or I, I just had to spit them out. Yeah. I couldn't eat them. Yeah, you could kill us. Are you trying to kill us? No. Rude. <laughs> well, good. No. We don't want to die. It's it's too bad because I, I believe that I've already like verbally said that Lauren gets all my podcast equipment. So, Man. sorry. <laughs> Lauren's oh, no. next. I mean, what? <laughs> so, sorry. She, you know, she is the proprietor proprietor of Stanley Banner Studios. So, I just felt, you know, feel like that um yeah, she can carry on the the legacy of if it does come to my untimely demise at some point, through pecans and Renee trying to kill me with grape salad. I, I would never do such a thing, but I'm just telling you that's what comes on it. You can take it on or off. Actually, it wouldn't, I'd, I wouldn't die from it or anything. My throat would get really itchy and it would be super uncomfortable and I would have to take a Benadryl and fall asleep at the yeah, end. Same. Yeah, same. So, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you know, we don't need either of that to happen to you all, so just uh, ex-nay the pecans, but that's typically what does come on it. All right, fair enough. Okay. That's fun. I am down for that corn, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm excited about good. it, too. Y'all put bacon yeah. in that? 
I don't know if she does or not. Well, we'll find out. You don't know? You've never had it? It's still a process. Now, does she? so how does she do it? Because the way I do it, mm-hmm. not to fall too far down a, a corn hole. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Um, <laughs> that's, that's what she, what she said. said. Um, so, yeah, but not, not to go far, too far down this, this path or whatever. Um, but the way I do it is I stick the corn in the microwave in the, 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 the husk for six minutes, uh-huh. which kind of steams it. Then you cut it off the cob. Then you put it in the butter and the bacon, and you fry it. I don't think she she done that. I know she cut it off the cob, and I know it's in a pan on the oven, and that's as far as I got. Okay, because that's that's just how yeah. I do mine. Because it's a lot easier to cut. I think the corn off the cob when it's a little. It's not completely fully cooked because you're still gonna fry it, but you just get it steamed up a little bit because it'll steam in the shell. Yeah, that microwave. the shell the husk. <laughs> That microwave trick is actually a really good one for even getting, like, the husk off of it. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, because it just comes right off and all the little wispies and stuff just kind of come right off, too. So, yeah. 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 Oh. Well, she actually got a really uh, awesome contraption that she just starts from the yes. top. Yes. That, that slider thing. Yeah. yeah. And it just kind of, like, the kernels just come right off. Didn't take her two seconds really yeah i've seen and that. i was like I've that's a those. lot easier it's like cor- yeah. corn strippers or something what yeah. they call them <laughs> now appearing at uh now appearing at solemn platinum the corn strippers um oh they're they're at crank and boob that's right oh, uh, so yeah. y'all know i love you all know i love a good callback bit and if that wasn't a good call, callback bit i don't know what was that was perfect i enjoyed that and if you don't understand the callback bit, then you got to go back and listen to the last episode. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that was a great episode. Go listen to it. Listen to all of them. We're everywhere you can get podcasts. So cool. Renee is uh, enjoying our home cooked food in Harlan. Yep, spending a couple of days down there with her family. That's cool. Family's cool. Um, I started. I'm trying to eat like less shit. So. Yeah, this is a real good start on the yeah. table here with that. This isn't really helping my healthy diet, is it? Um, you'll find out about that sooner or later. But um, I started getting a daily harvest subscription. It's oh, nice. Bad. Yeah. Is that the one that you put in the blender? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can. I think they they do have smoothies, but they've also got, uh, was it bowls that you can get and that you just put in the microwave and it's kind of like so they have the the pre-pre-ready meals not like blue apron where you actually have physically have yeah no it's already ready to go they have smoothies harvest bowls oat bowls they have their own vegan ice cream and they even have uh snacks that you can get like a protein like power snacks Mm -hmm. or whatever oh wow yeah they've got those yeah all right they have a bunch of stuff so i started getting that i have another one coming on thursday i think but yeah it's pretty cool it comes packed to you in dry ice and you just throw it in the freezer and whenever you're ready for it you like the blender like the smoothies are really easy to put in the blender you just put whatever kind of milk or whatever you want to put in it i've been using reduced sugar vanilla almond milk there seems, you go. Seems healthy. All right. right. Okay. But they're, they've all been really good. And like sometimes that stuff is like iffy on the taste or whatever. But I've not had anything from there I haven't liked yet. So I think that the dude that I work with, he got him, he's trying to be healthier and he got him a blender <laughs> so he could do smoothies. And he did that. And we had some Zoom meeting or something. And he was commenting on how he was not like, he didn't think it tasted all that that great. But I don't know. 
maybe he just didn't have one that he liked or something. Because you know you're going to get stuff you don't like. Yeah, I mean yeah, we get that's that. True. We get that with Blue Apron. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we they've been they've been sneaking in some vegetarian meals here and there. But what I did on Sunday was I took their vegetarian meal, made it into a side dish and paired it with a nice steak. Ooh, nice. <laughs> oh, there you go. We improvised. Yeah, so that's exactly what I did with that. I actually looked into that daily harvest since um since my brother doesn't listen to the podcast. Um uh, he's a real big health nut, and sometimes he drives uh, his wife crazy trying to be super uber healthy, and sometimes she doesn't want to be. Um, so I was like, you know what? He could do this and then leave her alone, and that would be less worry for her. So I kind of looked into it, so I know what Sarah's talking about, but I didn't pull the trigger on getting it for him, but I thought, man, that might be a good birthday present or something. What's the price point on that, if you don't um, mind me asking? Because I can tell you the price point on Blue oh, Apron. Yeah, I don't care. Um, it goes from anywhere, like, the little oat bowls are, like, $6. But then the smoothies are $8 a piece. And I think the bowls are 7 or $8 a piece. But it's really, like, everything's organic. It's all, like, freshly processed. I mean, nothing is nothing has sugar in it. It's just, like, the natural sugars of the fruits or whatever. So, and it's a little expensive, but there's, like, promo codes, codes all over the place, so. Yeah. All right. Like, all right. I think I'm getting a box for, like, 50-some dollars Yeah, because, okay, because. And there's nine things in it. Oh, all right. That's not bad. Yeah, because yeah. Blue Apron is, we get three meals for two people for 60 bucks a week. Oh, yeah. Which isn't terrible. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. the way we priced it out in terms of going to the grocery store and having to buy the stuff and all that kind of uh, that kind yeah. of thing, it works out. Exactly. And then this way you're not buying, like, a bunch of, like, those weird fruits that you're never going to eat again. Like, I got a really bad habit of doing that, of, like, going to the store and getting a bunch of bananas and then I eat one. Or getting a bunch of lettuce and then I eat, like, a third of it. Right. And it all oh, goes yeah. bad. But this way it's all, like... It's already portioned out. It's just ready to go, and you get it whenever you want, and it's good for, like, six months. Yeah, so. and, and I'm telling you. Oh, that's awesome. And also, yeah. you know, everybody's still kind of a little iffy about getting out, mm-hmm. right? You know, and it's, yeah. we get the, I'm not going to tell you when it comes, because, you know, I've still, nobody's stolen <laughs> it off the porch, right? But, uh, yeah, the Blue Apron comes, like, consistently every, every week. So, you know, and it hasn't, it hasn't stopped even, th- I was a little bit worried that there was going to be some supply chain disruption mm-hmm. and we never did. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So, you know, it's, it's an option, you know, and like I said, to me, especially if it's just one or two people or, you know, they do have family meal things I think you can look into. Again, we probably need to get off this topic, but, um, you know, it's, it's something to consider. If you're out there and, and you're just not comfortable going to the grocery store or whatever, or you're tired of ordering Uber Eats, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and everybody orders something different, like the people across the street. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's some people that get in a food rut, too. It's like every week you have the same thing over and over, and you kind of get bored, and you get tired with it. And those uh, those meal things really help kind of get you out of your out of your comfort zone and try something you probably wouldn't have eaten otherwise. Yeah, totally. And that's that's what was nice for me because I didn't like have to think about, oh, what are we going to have for dinner? You right. know, it's just they give you the recipes and the stuff and I'm just like, okay, well, this is what we're having. Blue yeah. Apron, we will take any sponsorship for Absolutely. You. Yes, also Daily Harvest. Yes. You just want to throw <laughs> yeah, promo codes. Yeah, throw it, throw it no, over it here. Was we'll take it. So while you, uh, while you ladies were talking, I'm in my old bedroom back, uh, oh. back home. <laughs> And my dad, Uh-oh. my dad opens the door and he hands me a bag in it, and inside the bag is Pioneer Woman Cookbook. So I'm, I'm actually I'm at the Creech Homestead instead of the Harris Homestead. Okay, all right, fair. 
Did he That's... just give you that as a gift or? Yeah. Like, did oh, he? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I didn't ask for it. Yeah, no, he was like. I thought you asked oh, for here. it. Like, did he, did he, re- nice. did he realize you're in the middle of recording or? Yeah, he doesn't care. Okay. It's his house. <laughs> All right. He does what he wants. Fair enough. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that sentiment. Also, <laughs> Pioneer Woman, I always like her recipe, so. Yeah, she's oh, decent. We watch her on TV every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I really hate about uh, cookbooks is if they don't have photos, I need to make sure that if I'm making something I've never made before, am I doing it correctly or what is the final product supposed to look like to see if I if uh, I actually made it the way it's supposed to be. And she actually takes pictures along the way so you can see what things are supposed to look like, which is something I really like and I wish other people would get on board with because uh, it, it makes it uh, a lot easier to know that you've you're actually on the right path. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yep. too, uh, this past week was diving into, I guess it's not a cookbook, but it's online. But we all know my unhealthy obsession with the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. I, yes. I love it. I've seen every video probably 40 times. But um, one of the people was making homemade pupusas, and they looked really good, and they seemed really easy. So I, I attempted it. They seemed easy. It wasn't easy toward the end, but like making the stuff was easy. So they're just like corn fritters made out of like masa or whatever. And then you put refried beans inside of them and then fry them. And I, and you make your refried beans from scratch. So I learned how to make refried beans from scratch and they're nice. really, really, really good. Now, did you put lard in them? Cause that's really honestly the key to refried beans. If you want to make them good, good is to use lard. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Oh, I know. I didn't put lard in them, but you should be proud of me. I did put a bunch of onions in them. Like, <gasps> wow. you char, char the onions till they're like black and that actually tastes better that way. And then you would just put it all in Okay. Up. Like blender with the beans, and then fry them in oil, not lard. But yeah, so all like making the individual stuff is super easy. But uh, it turns out putting refried beans inside of a uh, corn dough is not easy. So they look like crap, but they taste pretty good. Hey, you know what? That's what counts, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that is what counts. I mean, I know people say you eat with your eyes first, and I mean that that is that is there is some truth to that. But if you're just making it on your own. Cares. Hey, you're yeah. not on an episode of Chopped. You know, I was like, nobody's yeah. gonna be judging you. Right. Unless your presentation. As yeah. long as it tastes delicious, that's all that. It was pretty good, and those all come with like, like you can get the full recipes on their website, and then they have the little video at the bottom of the people who made the recipes making it, so you can like pause and go back or whatever to like see what they did. So that was pretty cool. Apparently, that's a trend that's starting at my house making bon appetit recipes when i'm off work but you know whatever you gotta do something that's exactly right yeah so um i also finally went to a sit-down restaurant i know you've already been to shamrocks a couple well we we were actually shamrocks on saturday we went to the patio and i've been to double dogs a couple double dogs a couple of times too so nice um i went to first watch which you know it's not local but whatever it's still good uh it's where my mom wanted to go for her birthday brunch so that's where we went. So that's always good. Had French toast. I've never had their French toast before. Would recommend. All right. Hey, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, Sarah the fall time, they have pumpkin pancakes. And they're at first watch, and those are delicious. Sarah's mom. And they're... we're actually getting a first watch in Richmond, too. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, All yeah. right. Nice. Yeah. 
If I ever end up going back to Richmond, uh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> One of these days, you'll go back to work. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah well, technically, I am working, but uh, you know, it, it to my office uh, right. on campus. Um, hey, Sarah's mom. Next time, go to Shamrocks for brunch. Oh yeah. Yeah. I always forget they have it. Yeah. She like. I I can you can tell that we're related because neither of us can make a decision about food or anything really. <laughs> So I made her a pick because it was her birthday and she got scared and she was like, first watch. Okay. Yeah. First watch. That's, yeah, that's fine. How did you find the experience and what were they doing? Because honestly, so I have, I've been to Double Dogs, I've been to Drake's and I've been to Shamrock. So those are the three three places I've been out. Okay. Every place is doing something kind of different, right? Shamrock's has got the reservation thing going. They've got, you know... Um, their, their tables inside are very like spread out and I mean, and so, you know, then double dogs, they're not doing reservations, but again, they can't move tables out. So they're sitting people kind of, you know, they got tables blocked off and everything. Now Drake's, they're the only place that I saw that still had seating at the bar. So they had like, oh wow, it's because we sat at the bar. So they had spaced the bar seats out. So it was like two, 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 you know, and they were oh, yeah. really spaced out. Okay. So what was First Watch doing? Um, they were not taking reservations, but they had taken out tables. So there was big gaps between tables. And then there's a couple of places where there are booths back to back, and they just had like, like people in this booth here and the booth behind them was empty and they had like stuff on top of the tables so right. you couldn't sit okay. there. Because Drake's yeah. was also taking temperatures when you walked in too. Oh yeah, oh, they wow. weren't doing that. They weren't doing that at all. Actually, I was surprised because it was me and my mom and one of my aunts and they didn't, they were like 15 or 20 minutes late and they just let me sit there. Like I was surprised that they let me come in without the whole party. But there wasn't really anybody waiting, and I mean, which is weird. It was prime brunch time. It was like 11.15. But yeah, I mean, they were wearing masks and gloves, but... See, other... other, Beyond that, the, the, you know, all the the servers, just just break that microphone however you want to do it. Um, (laughs) All the servers in every place, now they were wearing the masks and the gloves and doing all that stuff, but it's just interesting to me because they're all following the guidelines, but they're all following the guidelines in different ways. Yeah. They're all getting to the same place on a different road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they all had on the gloves and the masks, too. But um, nobody leaving or coming in was wearing a mask. Like, I wore mine in and then felt like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the same. The same. John and I have been wearing masks in and then just taking off. But, like, this last time we were at Double Dogs, like, like there was, like, actually the only people that were, wearing, that were wearing masks that weren't working there were the people who were coming in to pick up orders hmm. and not oh. people who were okay. dining like in. Like DoorDash people or whatever. Or just, you know, regular DoorDash people who called it in or whatever. Interesting. Uh, I've had, the only place that I've been to dine in has been uh, the Texas Roadhouse in Richmond. And they actually done something kind of cool. They're doing the every other booth thing. But they decorated the booth that you can sit in. So they dedicated one to like uh, one of the workers there that was a graduate and then cool. they had another one to the police officers in Richmond and another one to the firefighters and military. And they just had like pictures of some of the uh, people up and then they would like, thank you for your service and all that kind of stuff on it. So I was like, well, I mean, if you're going to do the space, at least, you know, kind of making it like a picture box type thing is look pretty cool. Oh, man. They should have 
this is a missed opportunity. They should have taken those people's pictures and put them on like mannequins or something and sat them in the booths. That would have been cool. <laughs> so you couldn't sit there. <laughs> yeah. I would have laughed. That would have been good. No, that, that might have that could have been funny. But I thought it was like, well, at least if you, I mean, if you can't sit there, at least they've done something with the space besides just put a sign that says, you know, no seating or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I gave them props on that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I had Blue Door too, but I didn't go there. It was just where I was. So it was offered to me and I was like, well, if you're not going to eat it. I guess I'll eat a little bit of it for lunch. Who's not going to eat Blue Door? Exactly. Are you insane? Blue Door is delicious. It yes, is it is. Good. It's awesome. Yes. Apparently, they are trying to expand, but maybe there's some neighborhood things going on there. I'm not sure. But, so, maybe maybe we'll get a little bit bigger place. I don't know. Stay tuned. I'm sure somebody will say something about that in the future. But Oh, I'm sure. Sure. You heard it here first. Yeah. Because this is a scoop happening, uh, news breaking show, apparently. Again, I I do I would do that the 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 music, but it's trademarked by GBS. I'm sorry, we got we no, got we got, the, we got the we got the patent on it. We got the patent on it. I would never want anyone but Lauren to do that. Music. Exactly. Yeah. Although, why isn't there a little drop or whatever of Lauren doing the music? You could just hit the button. Uh, you know, there should be and there would be if we didn't have to keep doing Skype. <laughs> yeah, Skype. Sorry. But you know, ideas for next time. Um, yep. what have you been up to, Carrie? I've just been sitting here talking this whole time about no that no that's fine. Um, so you know, neighborhood associations can be a pain in the ass. We really honestly can. They, yeah. I mean, it's just facts. It's facts, right? And uh, our neighborhood association, it's okay. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right, okay. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's as far as I'm going to go. But uh, we had a golf course that went out right, defunct golf course, and the Neighborhood Association kind of banded together and got everybody in the neighborhood to kind of buy in to buy the golf course green space to keep it green space so there wouldn't be like apartment buildings and stuff, and so that's actually been really nice, and people use the paths, and yeah, I, awesome. I use them to ride bike and run and whatever. Anyway, um, they actually decided, and I don't know whose idea this was, but it's brilliant, and I hope they do it again. I actually kind of hope that they do it like closer to the 4th of July or whatever, so in the the clubhouse is obviously abandoned and but in the parking lot of the clubhouse which is literally like a quarter mile from here if you walk up the golf course path mm-hmm. um they had three food trucks so they had a barbecue truck they had salseritas they had Kona ice and then they had rock house beer set up a tent and like everybody in the neighborhood just came out and like John and I went and we ended up driving and we ended up sitting in the back of the car, like in the tailgate, and like tailgate and listening to music and stuff. And so it was really nice. And we asked the dude for, at the Rock House tent, and he said that they were really, they had a good night. Oh, so, nice. oh that's cool. Which is good, which means that they would be willing to come back. So That's a really right. good idea. And salsaritas, I'd never had salsaritas oh, before. I like salsaritas. Oh my God, it was freaking delicious. Oh yeah. That, um... Well, that was really cool to do that. Yeah, it was really nice. And like I said, like we don't really know a lot of people in the neighborhood. We don't know our neighbors necessarily or whatever. But it was just, it, it felt like I was actually at some kind of festival. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> neighborhood festival, like your own mini crave almost. Yeah, yeah, which I apparently yeah. was supposed to be, what, last weekend? Was it? I heard that on GPS, but don't they usually have it in August? Maybe I don't know. That's what I thought. I don't know where Lee. I don't know, I don't know where Lee gets her information from. I mean, I'm not calling Lee a liar. But... <laughs> oh, I think you just did. 
I mean, I'm not sure of her information. But, but I was really cool, and I think they had gotten the idea from like other neighborhoods around here who had kind of been rolling food trucks through and stuff. But it's a cool yeah. idea, and more people should do it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I like that. That is a really good idea. Like that would be good to have like your own little mini summer festival. And then you could have like maybe like a few more food trucks yeah. and uh, well, and the two and stuff. the two things that I wish they did, well the three things I wish they had they didn't have garbage cans Ooh. they didn't uh, there was no oh. place to go to the bathroom so if you had to go to the bathroom you either had to run home or get in your car and drive home or something <laughs> right sure. um and music they needed like a DJ like a type of thing okay. right so those those would be my three things that I would add but again this was kind of like an impromptu kind of thing where mm-hmm. they kind of right. gauged interest and invited these the the food trucks and the rock house and all that kind of stuff um so then maybe the next time they do it they'll like take people's suggestions and amp it up yeah. every time yeah until, yeah. yeah I really well, like that cool. uh, that's a really cool idea mm-hmm. I wish my homeowners association would do that they won't but that's fine. It's fine. Well, I'll tell you the it's next fine. time that we have one and then you can come. Sounds like a plan. Over here. <laughs> hey, I did. I'm all about that. All right. Well, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Renee's Reports. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, unfortunately, with the, the reports, it's uh, business closings because that's the big news of everything going on because of the COVID. So the last week um, when I talked to him just to refresh uh, people's memory, TGI Fridays in Hamburg closed Nick Ryan's on Jefferson Street, Edley's Barbecue out in the Summit, and then the barn at the Summit, which is their um, spots where all the businesses inside were local, uh, they're closing except for the Whiskey Bear. Everything else uh, will be closing. But now there's more added to it. So Denny's, both locations, the one on Nicholasville Road and one on Newtown Pike. Oh, I didn't know both were going. Yep, that, that both are going. one on Nicholasville Road is so gross. Yeah, it was it disgusting. Is, it is so gross. <laughs> it is so gross. Uh, George's Deli, uh, the Josie's in Georgetown, the one in Chevy Chase in Lexington will stay open, but the one in Georgetown is going to be closing. Mm. Uh, Gather on Main. And then, and then the food that we had last uh, on the last podcast, Tzatziki's Mediterranean, that one's closing out in Hamburg. So yeah. I, d- I did. I made it a point when we went out to Double Dogs last <laughs> week to look yeah. just to make sure. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. Sarah was correct. I'm, yes. I was correct. You were on I it. I felt vindicated whenever yeah. I saw that online. <laughs> I was like, sucks that they're closed, but I was right. Yeah. The one on Southland Drop is still yeah. open. So go to yes. that one. Cool. So... Yeah, we've had, unfortunately, we've had to add some more to uh, that list, and I'm going to keep an eye out. So every week, if even if there is something new, hopefully I have news of new things and not old things, uh, or things that are closing. But there, oh, I don't think we talked about this. Did we talk about Alfalfas last week? No, because uh-uh. we just no. talked about it at work the last week. Yes, we okay. Work, so. I knew we had talked about it, but I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not. So apparently Alfalfas was closing. And the owner said that they would be willing to put the business up for sale and not just close it officially. And there was a husband and wife combo that decided to buy it. And they're planning on opening it, opening it back up. They are looking for any regulars that used to come in there that have an idea of what they want the menu. Like if there's anything particular in the menu that they have to have that you want to leave on there. Um, but they're, I think they're planning on and a few new staples that they want to put in there. 
also she's going to have a section for tea. Um, she's I think she's had a little side business uh, with some herbal tea. So she's going to have a section with that. And they also plan on having a food truck, the Alfalfa's food truck. They're keeping the name. They're keeping all the logos and everything like that. So all that should remain the same. But they're going to have a food truck and they go out to festivals and stuff as well. So I think some fresh blood, new ideas, kind of getting in there. Because um, that's somewhere where me and Sarah and Desiree and a couple of our friends used to meet a lot for brunch and we really enjoy that location so it's good to see that it's not lost forever oh see i was gonna like say that it, i haven't been to the new location i was used to go to the old location the fallen down building over there across from campus on mm -hmm. limestone oh yeah man that oh and i'll tell you the one thing they need to keep on the menu they better not take it off even though i don't go down there is the hop and john Oh, I used to get the Hob and John all the time. It was so delicious. Nice. It was really good. But yeah, well, that, maybe if you see uh, their food truck at a festival, you might be willing to stop in over there and be like, "Hey." Maybe, but that that old location was the original location from like right. the seventies, mm -hmm. and it just—I mean, I can see the building in in my mind right now. Nice. Um, but there's just honestly the reason I haven't been to the new location because there's no parking. Right. Yeah. To tell you the yeah. truth, it's it's hard to get a spot. Yeah, That's why a lot of times we do brunch, because on the weekends you don't have to pay for the parking out on the street, and there's usually more chance for there to be um, open spaces, so we'll go for brunch on Sundays, but uh, that's the only time that I've been there. Yeah, I hope they don't get rid of like the Peter and Jake, because that's what I like to get. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, that uh, couple that bought it, um, Desiree, friend of the show, she loves their herbal tea that they make. Like she will, she buys it quite a bit. She'll go and meet them. And are they out of Richmond or Urban? Or I can't somewhere? remember where she said they were from. Mad somewhere in Madison County, but she'll go to Madison County and like pick up a bunch of tea from them. And like she gave us some of that tea for Christmas. Yes. Did she? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Wink, wink. But yeah, it's very good. I mean, I like it, but you know. Oh yeah. my gosh, that would be so funny. <laughs> I'm making a joke that no one can see. I'll stop. I enjoyed it, but you know. It's a little inside joke now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All right. Well, um, Ace Weekly also has like a recurring list of restaurant openings, even like they have a patio list that we read the last time, but they also have a separate list that's every restaurant in town and what day they're opening and what they're doing, and it's being like constantly updated in real time. That they have restaurant openings and closures. So there's another story. Can we link can we put that link on our uh, social media so people could click on it if they want to? Yeah, for sure. because um, it's a really good resource. That's what I've been using for the past couple of weeks. But um I'd wrote down some notable reopenings since our last episode. Um, Country Boy is reopening all their tap rooms as of yesterday, um, June the 8th. Good, yeah. Epping's on East Side opened back up at the end of May for Curbside, but their dining room opened up this past Friday on the 5th. So they're back. Oh, good. I'm glad that they're back. I, yeah, I was actually wondering about them, to tell you the truth, because I really like the, the chef down there. He's mm -hmm. cool, and the, the food is really good. Yeah, we, we still need have to try brunch. We need to try brunch. I'm there. telling you, if y'all go brunch, y'all better call me. That's all I'm saying. Will do. <laughs> you got it. Um, Giuseppe's will be opening back up on June the 13th. They're doing curbside right now, but the dining room is opening back up. These are all the dining room opening back up, by the way. 
um, Jeff Ruby's, both North Lime Coffee and Donuts locations, and both of the Sawgood locations um, reopened on the 3rd. So you can go there, and the Windy Corner Market reopened this past Friday as well. So Wonderful. Things are slowly but surely coming back online. Yeah, so. it's, it's just weird that, you, I mean... when you go and you see all the empty tables and you're like, why do I have to wait for a table? You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's slightly frustrating. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. Well, these places are having to operate under pretty strict guidelines or they can be shut back down. Oh yeah. totally. So everybody, I know we've said this on a couple of other shows, but please make sure that you're, you're understanding of what's going on and everyone's stressed out and they're not being able to operate on full business as usual and so they're not making as much money as they normally would have so make sure you're tipping your waitress well and go in there and try to at least it'll be pleasant and be kind there's no reason i'm getting mad and huffy with anybody when everyone's going through so much so yeah there's yeah. really no reason for that anyway but especially <laughs> no. especially true, not right especially now, now, now yeah yeah, yeah. 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 all right well now it's time for uh, america's second favorite segment Oh, this week it's Sarah and Carrie try because Renee's not here. Yeah. So we're going to eat a bunch of junk food. (laughs) And Renee's in Harlem. (laughs) But um, yeah, this week we brought, I brought us a couple of things and I've been trying to find like the weird novelty stuff whenever I go to the store, which just isn't necessarily weird, but I guess it's kind of novelty. Um, The planners on last, was it two episodes ago? We talked about their discontinued foods. Mm -hmm. Carrie was talking about how much she loved the planners' cheesy balls. Cheese balls with the Z. Yep. Yes. Guess what? They made a comeback like two years ago, and we just now found out about it. Well, and and that's what I was telling. I was telling Sarah before before we were we started recording. I had I kind of knew they had made a comeback, but when I saw that they had made a comeback, like what I saw was it was a very limited quantity, and you had to like, you know, you had to be picked to get them delivered to your house or some some nonsense. I did not realize that they had actually gotten to stores, but mm-hmm. this can is a lot smaller. Oh, yeah. Than what we used to eat out of. Yeah, we used to eat the big dog can, right? I, they still taste same. Okay. I think they still taste same. Yeah, I'm going nice. to eat the whole can probably as, yes. as we sit here. I haven't had one of these other things though. But Would I'm, recommend. I, I'm going to try this. I brought the well, cheese balls. Of that same episode. Carrie to keep. Dunkaroos was on that list, and I just bought my first Dunkaroos when I went to the store the other day. Your first ever? No. Oh. The first one since like when I was a kid. I was going to say, oh my God. What kind no, of horrible childhood did you have? Back. The okay. Dunkaroos are back. Cool. Well, our other treat that we have here are uh, orange creamsicle flavored Twizzlers, and they're cream filled. So they have the orange cream in the middle, and Carrie is I showing think, them yeah. to Renee. Um, yes. They, yeah. Well, what do you all think? They're the bomb. I love these. They're, are they? Yeah. They're good. Yeah. They're, so you can use those as straws then. No. Because no, a lot of people no, use Twizzlers right, but, a lot of times. But they're, they're cream filled, see, in the middle. Have, so gotcha. you can't, can't use them as straws. And it's actually like creamy in the middle. It like is. It's not some like weird hard. They're very delicious. Yeah, I mean, they, dangerous. they deliver what they promise. They absolutely <laughs> deliver what they promise, let me tell you. Boom. She's wagging them at everyone. I am. But uh, no, they're they're really good. They're good. Yeah, these are really good. Renee, I'll bring you some to eat at work this okay. week. Okay. Because well, you got to try these. Twizzlers needs to keep these up then. They had them at Kroger, so. Well, you better go buy a bunch of them because they'll keep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll bring some to keep in the candy drawer. 
But like the they, secret candy drawer, not the public candy drawer. I was going to say the public candy drawer won't oh. play well last long. The public candy drawer doesn't deserve these. No, it honestly <laughs> doesn't. You're right. Um, so yeah, those were all really good. Um, I mean, I've just been letting Carrie go to town on these cheese balls because I know they're her favorite. They are. But I'm not even gonna sh- sure I'm going to save any for John. Don't ah. eat them all. But those Twizzlers are, they're freaking delicious. Yeah, these are They really, really good. do taste exactly like <laughs> yeah. a creamsicle. Yeah, so now I want a creamsicle so bad I can't handle it. Do they even make those anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. I would think so. I tell you what, Rock House had a creamsicle beer. Mm-hmm. It was, well, it wasn't a creamsicle, but it was a, a push pop beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. at the at the nice. at the neighborhood thing and it was it delivered what it, it promised actually tasted like it, it was good okay i went to um against the grain in louisville back before the rona and um they had a orange cream sickle beer too but i really didn't get any of the orange or the cream sickle off of it it was mostly just like hoppy hoppy see yeah. and, and that's that's the well, I don't want to get too far down a beer beer hole here, but that's the kind of danger of making those things. You know, if you're going to turn them into an IPA, that's great, but you've got to be aware that that orange that orange flavor is subtle or mm-hmm. can be light. Yeah, especially if you're going to use like some kind of blood orange or something like that, and the hops can over overpower that. Yeah, in it, my opinion, it was a little disappointing because I was like, "Oh my god, I love orange cream sickles," but. Rock. I mean, it was a good beer. It just didn't taste like orange creamsicle. The Rock House Push Pop beer, and I can't remember the exact name of it, recommend. Okay. Definitely. Let's check it out. I still, I'm terrible. I've yet to have a Rock House beer hmm. at all. So, I need to get down there sometime. You should. This summer. We'll do it. A to-do list. Yep. I- on my ever-never-ending to-do list. All right. So, now it's time for America's third favorite uh, little thing i'm forgetting words now segment it's not for america's third favorite segment we can edit that out right no okay no 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 (laughs) sorry i had a brain fart they're very i could but i'm not going to (laughs) what's the fun in that i guess uh it's time for our social media question which i talked with renee about before and we didn't think during like such a serious and like crazy time that we should be posting something as trivial as a food question on social media. But I figured we could still right. talk about it on on here. Yeah, like, we can. Yeah, sure. We still have, I feel like we have really good conversations about our yeah. food questions on here. And I think it's fair. And I think y'all can roll yeah. roll, roll one out. and We'll roll yeah. one out in the next episode. We'll do, we'll do it the next yeah. episode for sure. It just, it didn't feel right right now with, you know, all that. But, um, so, with that being said, our question that we would have posted is... Uh, from Renee, actually. She came up with this one. Thank you, Renee. It was a good one. Welcome. Um, so, she's at home. So, she thought our question should be, what is your go-to place in your hometown to eat? And it can be a place that's either open right now, or it can be a place that's closed. Like a place you went yes. to in your childhood that's no longer there. So, Renee, since you're at home, let's start with you. Yes. Yeah, so, Harlan County, we... We don't have a ton of things here, but we do still have a racks. Damn! We still <laughs> have a racks. What? I'll take a picture. Oh my god! I'll take a picture of it and send it to you all. Does it have the? Real. Does it have the 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 atrium? Yes. <gasps> yes. You guys should see our faces right now. Oh yes. my god! 
I think we have the only one left, but it's still here. That's some wild <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, we still have it. Uh, so my favorite place that we have, and it's been here even when I was a kid, and it's still here. It's called the Dairy Hut. And there's one in Harlan, there's one in Everett's, and they just have like hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken tenders, fries, that kind of thing. Um, and they also have soft serve ice cream, and they do the really good ch- chocolate vanilla swirl, which I've always, you know, really, really been a fan of. And they do the traditional hot fudge cake, and they do blizzards, but they call them blast uh, here. Uh, so... Yeah, it, it's something that we've had even when we were a kid and all, you know, still go to. That's when me and my brother come and visit, we're like, Dairy Hut, we can go to McDonald's, Wendy's, anywhere. But we go straight to uh, the Dairy Hut, which I'm going to go for lunch tomorrow since uh, my stepmom has been so gracious to make all this food and work so hard on it. I didn't want to eat that tonight. So I'm going to go there for lunch tomorrow and I'll take pictures and send it to you. Sounds good. Carrie, what's your favorite hometown place? Okay, so I've been thinking about this. You know, I grew up in northern Kentucky, mm-hmm. and yes, I was an original 606. I don't care. Look it up. Look <laughs> it up. 606-586. I won't say the rest of the number, because actually my mom still has that number. Um, but uh, so up there, it, so I lived up there until 1993. So from 1975 to 1993. I moved permanently, permanently you know, I was back and forth from Lexington from 1993 to 2000. I moved permanently to Lexington to 2000. So I'm going to go twofold here, okay? So growing up, um, we there wasn't a lot in Northern Kentucky. There wasn't. It is, it, it is not like it is now, let me tell you. Let me tell you. We were, when we got a Hardee's down in Burlington, oh my God, people lost their damn minds, right? <laughs> Um, so we used to go to Cincinnati a lot for like special occasions. That was a big deal. Sure. So the original old spaghetti factory, um, where that the Bengal stadium and, and the great American ballpark are now, there used to be this awesome yeah. row of just old warehouse restaurants, clubs, caddies, uh, Flanagan's, um, there was all kinds of stuff. And the old spaghetti factory was in this awesome old warehouse down there and i mean we would go there for birthdays and special occasions and stuff and you just walked in and you could kind of just smell the old warehouse smell and like you got spumoni ice cream for dessert and everything and so that's like really it was dark and gothic and just uh, the, the yeah so i'm gonna say old the original old spaghetti Ferry. here shamrocks <laughs> in <laughs> lexington shamrocks i do love shamrocks um I wish the old spaghetti factory was still like that because I would go to that. Well, because they moved oh, yeah. when, when they tore all that down, they moved it up, and and you know, sitting in the trolley car was kind of the you know the thing or whatever. But they just had these big old velvet high back gothic booths that you sat in, and it was dark and it was just warehouse. Ah, oh, man, now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm not kidding because that's like that's one of my favorite. I've always wanted to eat at one of those. Let the tears they built one in downtown Louisville. That is I it went still to- there? No, I don't know. I don't know if that's still there or not. As of like two or three years ago, it was because I I saw it when I was there for a wedding. But didn't we can we'll we'll go we'll Google that later. But we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I couldn't settle on just like one or two. I have a bunch from my hometown, and from several towns even. So, like, I know I think I've said on here before that. 
you know, London, Laurel County is part of the Tri-County area, and that includes Corbin, unfortunately. But um, the one <laughs> redeeming thing for Corbin is they have the root beer stand, which is like an old-fashioned drive-in, much like the park yet, but dirtier somehow. And um, it's, look, I like a dirty drive-in, okay? <laughs> that seems... That seems bad. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie's leaving that way. She's like, Look, you don't, when you go to like one of these like super nice places, you're not getting the old grease of however many decades have been in one fryer. Oh, so. you mean a restaurant drive-in. I thought you were talking about the dirty double feature that they used oh, to show at the drive-in. Oh, whoops. That too. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You know, the restaurant drive-in. Carrie, get your mind out of the gutter. The, oh my God. The green door. That's all I will say. Those who know will know. I don't know. I don't want to know. But anyway. I'm channeling my inner Nate today. <laughs> he would be wish, so proud. Wish he was here with us. But, um, Yeah, the root beer stand in Corbin is always great. It's only open during like the summer, so it's a treat. Like it's open. I think it's open from like March to October or May to October or something like that. Like they're closed in the winter. Um, the Dairy Dart in London also used to be a drive-in restaurant, but then they moved locations. That was a super old, janky drive-in as well. But they moved to like an actual little storefront place. Still very good. Still love their uh, taco salad. They have really good hot dogs and chuck wagons. Excuse me. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my Mammal store in Manchester. The store. Right. So, if you're in Manchester and you've been there for any amount of time, you know about the store. It's no longer there, RIP. But when it was, that was the place to go when you lived on Greenbrier. So, shout out to the store. Have so many childhood memories there. It's unreal. And then um, El Dorado in London because, of course, every small town has a Mexican restaurant that you love. So, I love El Dorado. You know what? I'm going to give a shout out to Substation 2 up in Florence that was off of Dream Street. We always used to go there. I don't know if if it exists anymore, but the Pac-Man game cabinet would have been right at home in Substation 2. Yeah. Their Italian sub was awesome. Shout out to Sub Substation nice. 2. And I don't know where I don't even know where Substation 1 was, but <laughs> it was Substation 2. What if there was never a Substation 1 and they were just like, wouldn't it be funny if we just called it Substation 2 with no context? Props to them. Because that would be pretty hilarious. I tell you what, I think if people are listening to this and they wanted to send you all on the Twitters or the Facebooks or the yes. Instas, just go ahead, man. I, I know we didn't post it as a, y'all didn't post it as a, uh, a question, you know, for, for reasons. Um, but yep. I think if people listening wanted to send in, that'd be fair. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I love that idea. Please tweet us or Instagram us or hit us up on Facebook whenever we post about this episode. That's we right. want to hear about your favorite hometown restaurants because I love a good hometown restaurant. When I go to people, like, we go to people's hometowns, everywhere's people's hometowns. But when we go to a new town, I want to eat where the locals like the best. Like, I want a hole yes. in the wall. I want something dank but good. Like, that's what I want. I don't want a chain restaurant. I yeah. agree. Um, sometimes you, you you should... I will just put this out there. Um, you But do your research on where you're going locally, though. Don't just, don't just take 
a local's word for it. I'll I'll just I'm just gonna yeah. leave that there. No, that's fair. I mean, I feel like between me and Renee, we do too much research, probably. But the research is there for sure. All yep. right, and now it's time for America's fourth favorite segment: the food fight cage match. Ding 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 ding. So, all right, Renee's not here, obviously. And uh, the Octagon needed a good cleaning after last week's uh, Smackdown of Tzatziki's by Athenian Grill. So we're going back to our old, reliable, grab some food from a local place and talk about it. So uh, Renee, tomorrow is going to that place she told us about that I already forgot. Yes, going going to uh, the Dairy Hut. Dairy Hut. Great. Yes. Sounds awesome. Um <laughs> I completely it blanked is, out. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm having a real weird like brain explosion today and every other day for the past week. So you know, it's fine. Um so she hasn't eaten at her place yet. I'll talk about my place that I ate at that's local and new and new to me. It's uh called Bazaar Eatery here in Lexington. It's um, inside the new Ethereal Brewing Public House that's on West Vine in downtown Lexington. Um, it used to be, well, it's like run by some of the people that were involved with Crank and Boom and then the guys that did the Gringo's food truck. So it's like, like a Tex-Mex fair and they have tacos, burritos, quesadilla, they make their own queso, stuff like that. Um I've been seeing it online for a while now and been wanting to order it. And last night, one of my friends on Facebook was, like, raving about it. So I decided it would be a perfect time to get it. You know, we need something for the show. So I went down and got it today. So good. And the people were super nice. Like, the owner actually came out. It was really funny because they asked what my name was or whatever, and I told them. And he, like, came running out of the kitchen. He was like... Thanks so much for your order, Sarah. Oh my God! Thank you so much. This is so awesome. Yeah. Then he was, you know, he was super nice and like, like he held the door open. He came around and made the rounds for the people eating outside. Super nice people. Looks super cool on the inside. We're gonna have to go there and try to see if we can do an interview. I was later. gonna say he's kind of setting the bar for other people. I've never had that anybody be that excited. I order food, right? so uh, managers, you need you've got to step it up. Yeah, and that was the owner doing that. So you know, owners need to step it up. Yeah, but, no um, kid. It was all what I had was really good. I had a big burrito called the Cali Swag. Excuse me, it had steak. It had French fries, like the good. Um, like hand cut fries. It had pico. It had a like an avocado. And this cream was sauce. on the burrito, right? This was inside the burrito. And the fries were inside the burrito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had all kinds of other stuff in it. Um, bunch of cheese, obviously. I showed a picture of it to Carrie. It's like the biggest burrito you've ever seen. It's huge. Wow. Like that, that's that, that would be a large burrito. <laughs> I didn't finish it all, but the fact that I ate three quarters of it should tell everybody something i'll post a picture of it later but uh got some queso because uh i love queso it shocks me that renee doesn't like queso but yeah it's fine one of these days she'll learn now i'm telling you renee (laughs) that the segment where we blind feed you things is coming oh it's coming Uh, we're we're getting a bad connection (laughs) (laughs) i didn't ask anything you said what you can't pull that trick on us it's coming. 
But um, yeah, it was all really good. Uh, they make their own handmade tortilla chips. They were the bomb. Like everything was, everything's homemade. Everything's good, and it's a black-owned business. So you're doing like your part to help out that community when they're in a time of need. So really, it's a double whammy. You get good food, you're helping out a good business. So I'm all about and it. And it's a new business that's trying to get uh, kind of get off on their feet, especially during the COVID. They're in a kind of a hard time to get be starting a business. So, yeah, so yeah, get out there and give them a try. Yeah, for sure. Carrie, have you had anything good and local this week? I mean, Shamrocks is probably the closest I'm going to get at this point. Shamrocks is pretty local. Yeah. So. Yeah. What is your go-to at Shamrocks? It depends. Honestly, I had the Blackburn Burger on Saturday, which is really delicious because it's got like this blackberry jam. It was actually one of their Burger Week burgers a couple of years ago. It's got blue oh, cheese, nice. blackberry jam, and it's got uh, banana peppers. Mm. It's really, really, really delicious. It's really good. Yeah, sometimes those burgers, those sandwiches actually stick if uh, if they've been ordered enough or talked about or popular enough during Burger Week. They'll actually make it to the menu. Oh, for sure. But see, I'm in the know. So I know it's not on a menu, but you can you can order it, and so I do get a thingy sandwich, but it's not on the menu. But if you Ooh. if you know, you can order it. So the next time I go, I should Ooh. order a thingy sandwich. Yeah, they'll make it for you. I mean, I like their thingies. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, if you if you ladies remember from uh, Chicken Sandwich Week, the one that we loved the most from Mr. Bruce Tap House, they actually ended up putting that on the menu. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. so this was actually that. So it wasn't just fun to kind of get out and try new places. Like they actually ended up adding a menu item because of it, because it was so popular. So, yeah, I forgot about that. That's awesome. What would you get from the Dairy Hut, Renee, if you were eating from there right now? Um, so they have a fried chicken sandwich, which I really, I really like. Their chicken tenders are really good. Um, and really, their hot fudge cake. Yes. Nate, I said hot fudge. So hot fudge <laughs> cake. I'll that tell is, him you, sh- uh, you. That is happening tomorrow for sure. I'll tell him that you dropped the hot fudge bomb again. I did. I did. And he's not here to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Wish I don't know if you ladies, I don't know if you guys remember at a restaurant uh, called Jerry's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they had a hot fudge cake. And so did Frisch's Big Boy. Very similar, mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. And the Dairy Hut does something very similar, close to that. Okay. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it big time. I'm very familiar with the Frisch's Hot Fudge Sunday. Oh, yeah. The Frisch's Hot, Frisch's hot Fudge it's Cake. Very, Where's that? It's good. Yes. That was a place I also used to go to oh, a lot yeah. at home. We used to go to Frisch's all the time. Yeah. yeah. That was our... Our, uh, one in, uh, our one in Richmond Close. What? Yeah. We used to always go to it after church on when Sundays. When did it close? It's been it's been a little bit. It's actually right in front of uh, the vet that I take my dogs to. Oh and yeah, yeah. They they closed a little while ago. Huh? Because I mean I I knew where it was. Huh. Yeah. All right. Bummer. Yeah. That's yeah. I know, right. Yeah, that was our church's go-to brunch place because the Catholic Church got out before all the other churches, so we could always get a good time. <sighs> Uh, I tell you what, one one restaurant I lament that closed in Lexington was El Habanero Loco. Mm. 
They started out as a food truck. I loved that food truck so much. Oh, my God. They were like one of the first food trucks in Lexington. Probably my favorite food truck. Because they had tongues and cheeks, and it was freaking delicious. If you've never had tongues and cheeks, you're missing out because the beef flavor is incredibly intense on both parts of that that animal and the cow tongue (laughs) and the cow cheek, if it's done correctly. And it's super soft. You don't even know that you're eating either one. It's freaking delicious. And I was super bummed when they closed. Super bummed. Yeah, their food truck. Um, their, could, their food truck was always a country boy. It was when awesome. it, they kind of like did the. They were the first food truck, and Country Boy was one of the first craft breweries, and yeah. it was so good. Yeah, um, actually, me and Renee's brother have been to it quite a bit at Country Boy when it used to come to Country Boy. But uh, it also used to come to, and I'm a little embarrassed to say, it used to show up to um, like around two keys on Thursday nights. Okay, and yeah, after after that's work, right. after work we would go to like the other bar and two keys and stuff and yeah, hang out. Sure. So yeah, we always ate that. That was my only reason for going. Oh man, their tortas too. Oh my god, their tortas were so good. Their their chicken quesadilla is where it's at. I miss them. Renee would have been into their chicken quesadilla. It's very simple. Cheese and chicken, so good. I uh, see. Yes, also. and they're they're not doing anything anywhere that uh, you guys are aware of. I don't even think that they live in Lexington anymore. There was oh, well, some. I didn't know that. There was some stuff that happened, and mm-hmm. I can talk to y'all about that later. Yeah. Okay. Also endorsed by one Sunit Patel, Renee. So you know it's good. Gotcha. All right. So now we're getting uh, to our fifth favorite section or segment. Drinks. Yay. Yay. Renee. Sure, I'll have another. Yeah, have another. Renee, do you have a drink? So, remember, if you all guys, guys remember from last episode, I tried to find the cherry Sprite and end up with some sort of tropical business mm-hmm. that I wasn't that crazy about. Well, thank you to Angela. She scored me some cherry Sprite. Thanks, Angela. So, so I, I, I was able to try some of that and... And none of them had had it either. So they have, I let everybody sample. I'm like, you guys got to give this a try. And uh, people really liked it. I like the cherry is there, but it's not like super pungent. It's like right on the back end. Like you can tell that there's a little cherry there, but it basically tastes like normal Sprite. But it has another little fruitiness to it. And I actually personally think it's, think it's better than the original. Oh, strong words. Oh, I'm dropping that bomb. Wow. Carrie, what are you drinking over there? You had an interesting beer. I did. So, um, I had remembered I had this. I had bought this. We had this on GBS. This has been episodes and ep- I couldn't even tell you what episode it was. But Lauren, uh, I bought a couple. Um, it was a Sharon beer. And it's Christian Moorline, who is up there in Cincinnati. And it's their Geiler's Getta, original Getta-inspired lager. And honestly, I mean, I love Getta. I grew up eating Getta as a breakfast food. And in fact, maybe next episode... When Renee is actually back physically here, I will cook you all up some Geta. And have you, Sarah? I've never had it, but I want to try. I, I want to watch Renee try. I know it Renee's anything. never tried oh it. So Geta, Geta, Geta. If you've never had Geta, um, it's a staple up in the Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area. Um, I kind of equate it to Scrapple. If you're familiar with that, a little bit. It, it's it's a it's kind of a it's a combination of 
oats, barley, spices. I think there's some pork in there, and it comes in a, a it comes in like a tube, like a sausage roll or whatever. And you slice it up and you fry it. Mm, okay. There's a certain art to cooking it. Um, and actually, you know what? When we have it, I have to talk all about it. Anyway. Okay. Christian Morline decided to make a Geta-inspired lager. Now, when I had this the first time, it was very smoky. It was kind of a smoked-type lager or whatever. It must have set too long because I've had this for a couple of months, and I didn't get anything off of it. Either that or my palate's completely blown from doing a bunch of IPAs and BABO. Um, but, you know, if you, if you if you see it out, I, I, I may try it. I thought, you know, thinking back to the, when Lauren and I had it, it was decent. We didn't hate it. I've had better smoked lagers, I feel like, in terms of like Blue Stallion's got a smoked yes, lager that is lager. we call ham brow because it's like drinking a ham. That's <laughs> delicious. Um, so, yeah. So, in the middle of this, when Sarah said that she hadn't had Rock House, right? What did yeah. I do? Yeah. She got us some Rock House out. I I really liked that. So I I went and we we actually bought this at the 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 food truck thing in the neighborhood. Um, they were selling cans and and howlers and everything. And so this is their little nut, <coughs> their coconut cream pie cream ale. So what do you think of it? I really enjoyed it. I'm not usually a coconut fan, but I'm becoming more and more of one. Because mostly because of the daily harvest stuff, honestly, it has a lot of coconut stuff in it, so it's it's like the onions and that it's a texture thing. I like the flavor just fine, but that had like it had a really subtle like coconut cream pie taste to it. I really liked it. I mean, look, I drank it all. In these the days, it's pretty rare for me to drink a whole beer. But yeah, it's really good. I was pretty impressed with it. I th- I felt like the coconut came through without yeah. being overpowering. It was, you know, you could definitely taste that it was there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like super like, oh my God, this is just uh, yeah, co- no. coconut to the max. No, I thought it was really well balanced. Um, they did a really good job with this. Yeah, I really liked yeah, that. It was really good. Yeah, I'm mad at myself that I've still never been there, but that needs to be remedied very soon. Um, cause they have a bunch of other stuff that I want to try and their beer names are always hilarious. So, yeah. They're great. Yeah. They're very good. But, uh, I, I, besides having that with Carrie, um, I have a truly black cherry hard cider. Always good. And I had a uh, vodka and grape raspberry, whatever that sparkling ice flavor is with, oh, the, with the great, I think it's grape raspberry, you know? It's always a good, reliable, low-carb alcoholic beverage. These both are. Gotta do the low-carb. Yep. yep. Some of us gotta lose weight. Gotta watch them carbs. Yep. Gotta watch them fly right out the window. <laughs> so, yeah. All kinds of good drinks here. This has been a good food and drink-filled episode, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Renee, you are bring me back some racks. <laughs> Just leave it on the porch. I, I don't know how good it will be by Just the time I get it to you. <laughs> It'll be fine. No, it'll be fine. Like, if yeah. you get it on the way out of town, and then you just yeah. drive by here and put it on the porch, it'll be all good. Put it in, like, one of those insulated coolers. It'll still be warm, probably. Actually, I'll tell you what. If you can't get me the racks, go in there and just load up on the sauce. <laughs> just go in there and grab oh, a bunch yeah. of sauce and walk <laughs> out. Grab a bunch of sauce and walk out. For <laughs> real. walk out and be like, I'm taking this with me. Yes. For I'm real. I'm not getting any food. Yeah. I just need the sauce. I just need a sauce, yo. Yeah. Please yeah. do that. That would be hilarious. I couldn't tell you the last time 
I had racks. I didn't even know racks was still a thing. We we had a yep. Roy Rogers in town when I was growing up. Oh wow! What? And Florence that became a racks. We had we had a rallies in London for just the smallest of minutes, and then it promptly went away when I was eight years old, and I never had it again until I was like, well, how old was I last year? Until I was thirty-two, <laughs> that was the next time I had it again. <laughs> We had a GD Ritzy's. Y'all remember that place? I do not. I no. think there is still one in Bowling Green or Owensboro. One of the two. I'm Did not you call sure it which. Goddamn Ritzy's. <laughs> no, no we didn't. Um, <laughs> it was GD Ritzy's, and it was kind of expensive. It was by Chuck E. Cheese, and uh, we used to go there on special occasions. I'm telling you, y'all don't understand. So you know, you go to Northern Kentucky now, and it's just like an explosion of everything, right? Yeah. It wasn't like that growing up in the seventies and eighties, even into the early nineties. I'm telling y'all, most people that I went to high school with worked at McDonald's in the airport because there was no the closest McDonald's was in Florence. Um, everything was in Florence. There was nothing in Burlington. There was certainly nothing in Hebron. Let me tell you that. Yeah, that Northern Kentucky explosion has just happened in the past what twenty years. Probably, probably yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm telling y'all, there was uh, there there there. Growing up, there wasn't there wasn't much. There wasn't much. Yeah, same with uh, London. London has grown quite a bit since even I had moved there as a child. I think I was seven or eight when I moved there, and it's probably doubled in size, at least doubled in size. But um, we had a Ponderosa when I was a child. Yeah, you no, did. we had a Ponderosa. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah you did. Oh, we had a Ma Bentley's. Ooh, I How about that? that That's a, that was a buffet. Okay, it was when bu- buffets started to become real big, and, and okay, and uh, they had this awesome game room that again the the Pac Man cabinet would have been at home in, but uh, they also apparently had a roach problem. Uh-oh. Come find out. Oh no! <laughs> oh, we had a Po folks too. Y'all remember Po folks? I do not. Damn. See, I'm no. I'm I'm bringing all these old <laughs> things that don't exist no more. That's how old I am. But the 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 novelty for Po folks. Was that you could drink out of mason jars? That was the whole thing. Is they served okay. the drinks in mason jars, okay. right? Uh, and I remember I was that say, was. I think Shallows in London does uh, the mason jar beverages. Po, yeah, folk, po folks to. was up on Dixie Highway. I remember that we went there a couple of times. Okay. Um. Yeah, Empress Chili down there in Hebron, Papa Dino's. Um. That was that was about it. Growing up, like there wasn't much. There wasn't much. We had the Ponderosa. 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 Could be the Ponderosa now too. Who knows? Uh, fun fact is where the Shallows is now. Shallows is the old Ponderosa. But um, we also had Perkins. If anybody remembers Perkins, I feel like there was oh, one yeah. in Lexington forever. There was. there was one in Lexington forever. Richmond Road. Right, uh, right in front of the... lot with Home Depot. Yes. So I will challenge your listeners. If they, if you grew up in Northern Kentucky, lived in Northern Kentucky, you're familiar with Northern Kentucky, 70s and 80s. <laughs> if you know where the prime and wine was, the prime and wine. Okay. All right. If you, A, if you know what that was, and B, you know what it is. Um, <laughs> do, do, no, I'm trying to think of like a prize, a good prize. I have some GBS shirts. 
There you go. You can win a GBS shirt. And well, a, we'll get you a prize. Let's uh, just we have stickers, too. Yeah. We have Hungry Kentucky stickers. stickers. Yeah, we'll show, we'll throw in a, I'll throw in a GBS shirt and a, some Hungry Kentucky stickers and some GBS stuff. If you can tell, if on the social yeah. media, either, you know, the all the, the Twitter, Instagram, whatever, wherever you want to put it, if you know, and by your answer, I think that I will, I'll, I'll be able to tell <laughs> if you looked it up on Google. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Don't do that. Don't lie to us. We'll know. We'll know if you're lying. Actually, if you can tell me how they made their Caesar salad, then I will really know wow. that you know what you're talking about. We're getting really in the weeds here. I don't even know what she's talking about. So. <laughs> I'll tell y'all after we get the recording. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, we've reached the end of our show. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. I've had fun. You can find uh, the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY, and you can find this podcast every other Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are found. Renee, where can you find our blog? Uh, our blog, we are on Instagram and Facebook under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and uh, shortened down on uh, for Twitter is BB and Eats, and our website is bbandeats.com. Good deal. And where, where do we find you, Carrie? At GRLS Beer Sports. Uh, everywhere good podcasts are free. We do have a Facebook page, um, although I deleted my Facebook app. I'm 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 off of that for a while, um, for reasons. Uh, I'm trying to think where else. I don't know. Girlsyoursports at gmail dot com. I'm mostly on Twitter at this point. So grls at grls beer sports. There you go. You have a mysterious website too, right? I do. That hasn't been updated since <laughs> December 2018. So go check that out. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm lazy. Cool. And since, you know, we love him, it's our friend Nathan. If you want to talk to him while he's at his Air Force base, he's at the Beard Bourbon Air on Facebook and Instagram. So. And he does, he is on social media. He is yes, on there because he he uh, commented actually on a post that I had commented on Facebook for leave. So sure he's, he's, yeah. he's around. He's around. So let him know you miss him and hit him up. Cool. And thanks again for listening to Hunger in Kentucky. And as always, stay, stay hungry, hungry Kentucky. Kentucky. Bye. 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 Bye.